You're listening to the Heroes Podcast Network. Hello, all you friendly Force users, and welcome to another episode of the Echo Station Podcast. I am your host, Chris, and I'm here with my co-host, the lovely Ian. Hello, everybody. And we have a very special episode planned today, where I'm not going to do much talking at all. <laughs> it's This is a doozy. It's... Yeah. So, as you all may know, uh, just, well, for us this past weekend, um, beginning of April, was Star Wars Celebration in Chicago. And it was a very big deal, because this was the last celebration before the last movie of the Skywalker series, Skywalker Saga. So it was kind of a, it was kind of a pretty heavy celebration This was to attend. the party of all parties to attend, basically. Gosh, isn't that nice? <laughs> so unfortunately, you know, if you guys have been catching up and listening to previous episodes in the past month, uh, Chris was going to come with, but unfortunately she could not. So, uh, my ass still went. <laughs> yes, it did. Um, and I had, like, the best time. And the Force was with it you. It was with because me. Because you got to do some pretty good things. Um, yeah, it was unbelievably fun. Uh, I went with the rest of Another Castle Creations, which you are a part of. Um, and our friend Clint as well. Uh, you were, you were... Everybody looked amazing. You were very, you were sorely missed. I was there in four spirit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, you know, unfortunately, obviously, you know, you couldn't come, and that was beyond your control. Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, I'll be there next yeah. year. Anaheim 2020. Yeah, exactly. They announced the, uh, the location, which is Anaheim. They didn't release dates yet, but I'm gonna assume it's around the same time. I, so, um, May the 4th? Is on a Saturday, mm. so I'm calling it now. It's going to be May the 4th weekend. That would be... Actually, that would work very well, because... Wonder, WonderCon's in April, so I don't think they're going to do it in the same No, month. I and it's don't think so either. It's the same venue. Uh, Alright, fine. Take, take, place bets now. Is it going to be May the 4th weekend? Is it going to be later? <laughs> Some people said September or August, which would be an interesting time to do it, but... That would be interesting. Um, so, we have a, we're, this is a two-part episode... In this episode, we are covering uh, the uh, Episode Nine trailer and also the Clone Wars trailer. And then in part do, we are going to be covering... Wait, what was that? Le- <laughs> what was that Part number? do. Isn't that how you say two in French? No? You mean du? du- oh. <laughs> That's not, that, that, that is no language. <laughs> in my language, that means two. <laughs> in part what was it again Dude. D- that's the one uh we're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna be talking about uh the new star wars game trailer that got revealed which is star wars jedi fallen order and also the mandalorian so and then we'll sneak galaxy's so edge in there things. somewhere too yeah um but let's which will be reservation only for the next year right or two. yeah so good luck getting in yeah, have fun with that. Uh, so yeah, so part one, we're doing that, and then part two, like I said, we're going to do those other things. 
Um, and then we'll talk about celebration, you know, interweaving it throughout some parts here and there. But uh, so to kick things off, I got access to the episode nine panel. Oh my god. Um, so what they did this year for Celebration, which is very different than any other Celebration they've done, they did a lottery system for the big, uh, first day panel. So episode nine was Friday, uh, the Mandalorian was, I believe, Sunday, there was a Star Wars Phantom Menace panel on Monday, uh, and then a few more, like the first day of each, or the first panel of each day, they got to do a lottery system. And... I entered the lottery for the Funko exclusives, the Hasbro exclusives, uh, the Mandalorian, and the Episode Nine uh, panel. Didn't get Funko, didn't get Hasbro, but I got the Episode Nine panel, and that's really the one that I wanted. I mean, yeah, that's a fair trade-off. Uh, so you guys, to be in this panel room, first off, it was in an arena. Let's just say that it was not in a normal panel room like, you know, most conventions. It was in a arena. Jeez. And so I was dressed as my uh, Senator T- Senator Twi'lek, which uh, courtesy of one Miss Chris Jade. Uh, which, oh, so side note, did uh, Luna tell you the name of my Twi'lek now? Oh, did it get changed from Lord Reginald Fancy Dance? Uh, yes. So she officially named me uh, Lee Lack. Oh, that's where Lelac came yeah. from. They've been chattering about that in our group chat, and I was like, who the hell is Lelac? That's me! I love yeah. it! That's Yeah, perfect. it's L-I-A, or L-I-I dash L-A-C. It's a pun on Lilac, obviously. Love it. But, yeah, that's one courtesy of Miss Luna Flare. So I, I have a name now. I'm a, I'm a person. Yay. Uh, but, so, episode nine... So, you you know, I won the panel and I was freaking out about it, so... How many people you, would you say were in the arena-type room? Um, I would say at least... Oh, see, I'm bad with numbers, because they closed off half... Or not half, like, a fourth of the arena just because of the backside, and no one's going to be obviously sitting in the back end. Sure. Um, But I'd say at least twenty-five to 3,000 people. And like I said, those are rough estimates. I don't know if those are completely right or not. Yeah. I can probably Google. I'm sure there's a, yeah, I'm sure there's a number yeah. somewhere. Uh, but at least that's what it looked like to me. Um, so you go in, uh, first off, J.J. Abrams' assistants gave out episode nine beanies. Did you get a beanie? Yeah, I did. Oh, that's amazing. And they were only given to those going to that panel. So if you see anyone with like an episode nine beanie, ten to one, they were at this panel. That's so cool. Yeah. I haven't seen the beanie. You didn't show me the beanie. Oh, okay. I will take a picture and show you the beanie. You should probably you should probably tweet it with this episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so we go inside, and of course, obviously, the beanie's not going to fit over my Liku, so I just hold it with me. It was actually a nice little... Oh, that's true. It was a nice little carrying <laughs> pouch, because I kept my phone, my wallet, and stuff in there, so... I'm going to I'm gonna knit you a Twilight Please beanie. do. <laughs> Please knit me all the beanies. Um... <laughs> So I go in, and I find my section. I was up high, like, where they consider the nosebleed seats are for, like, concerts and stuff. But I actually got a great vantage point because I was directly, like, above the screen so I can get a good angle at it. And I was close enough so I wouldn't have to, like, you know, squint. Sure. 
That's yeah. Awesome. So you go in and they're making like, you know, small talk. They're doing like, you know, a little banter. And all of a sudden, everyone's favorite Ewok comes out, Warwick Davis. Yeah. So he comes out. He does about 20 minutes of his little, you know, shtick, his little side gag, talking to people and everything like that. There was Star Wars trivia going on. One guy got kind of picked on because he didn't know the answer for something. It was kind of funny. Uh, and he was from Canada, too. I love that Warwick Davis is the hype man. Oh, yeah. He was totally the hype man. So we go and, uh, you know, obviously that's happening. And then all of a sudden, you know, the stage gets dark. And then the announcer goes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome your moderator, Stephen Colbert. Holy shit, really? Yes. God damn it. I love that man. So at first, everyone was like, uh, wait, who? <laughs> because they're like, <laughs> who in the like, now? He wasn't in Star like Wars. Like the major Lord of the Rings fan, Stephen Colbert, or that, that man. Yeah. And sure enough, it was him. And so wow. he comes out, everyone's like on their feet cheering, and he's, you know, he's making a joke saying, but how can I be here and also record a show tonight? Am I force projecting? I don't know. Uh, and he said something about, you know, if you hit me, maybe it'll go through me. And he goes, well, they don't hit me, though, because security will take you out. It's funny. So <laughs> he one by one brings out uh, Kathleen Kennedy and J.J. Abrams. Nice. They come out, they welcome us, they greet us. Uh, they talk a little bit about filming uh, the stuff, and then uh, JJ or uh, Stephen goes directly into asking, "How do you film this film without Carrie?" Uh, you know, obviously addressing you know Carrie Fisher's passing, and JJ said that he was lucky enough to have a bunch of footage that was on the cutting room floor for Episode Seven. And when we talk about the trailer, we're going to talk about something that we see that we see lay in the trailer, and we'll talk about a specific shot in a few minutes. But, you know, he talks about how, you know, it was a struggle to, you know, write scenes around it, but, you know, still made it work and still gave her character a fitting story and a fitting uh, purpose in this film. So that's great to hear. Yeah. Uh, another thing they talked about is, you know, how do you, you know bring this uh, saga to an end. And they kind of kept coy on that because they didn't want to, you know, reveal anything. But they did say that, you know, a lot of stuff is going to be satisfying for endings for fans. It will leave questions still open for a few things, but it will leave a satisfying, you know, conclusion for most of these characters. And that's what, that's in the end, that's what we want. Yeah. Uh, So... I mean, none of us really want to. No, do that it, is but... true. Um, so, uh, we bring out the cast on stage. Uh, they first bring out the new character, um, and I'm blanking on her name, and I feel so bad. Uh, I think it's like Jo Joanna Jonna. Uh, she's the one that has the. Oh, the possibly Lando's yes. daughter. Yes. Uh, she comes out. She talks to us a little bit. And then uh, behind her is Jonas, who is, you know, the new Chewbacca. New Chewbacca. And then... Who's a really nice guy, by the way. I don't know why they place this person right after him, but Kelly Marie Tran comes out after him, and she looks like his daughter. (laughs) Well, she is rather tiny, and he is rather It was the funniest thing. Like, she comes up to, like, his belt buckle. It's really funny. That's hilarious. Uh, He's a very large man. He was at... 
some con that I was at not too long ago, like in the last couple of years. He was at Planet. Was it Planet? It was Planet, yeah. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's very nice. Not bad on the eyes, either. No, he's a gorgeous Finnish man. <laughs> um, so, uh, they all kind of come out one by one, and then the person who's missing is Adam Driver. But he's busy filming Dune right now, so he can't be there. Oh, that's right, because he gets to be in all of the Right, but they flashed up a new picture of him on screen, and he looks amazing and fantastic, so everyone cheered. Um, I will say that when Kelly Marie Tran was asked her questions by Steven, and when she came out, the crowd went wild. There was a standing ovation for her both times. That's so awesome. I was very, very happy and pleased with that. Uh, I'm like, where were you guys, you know, a year and a half ago when she was being bullied? Well... I mean, they were they were there. We were all there. It's just that bullies are louder than the rest. That of us. is true. We know we know this. We covered it in our other podcast. Yes, you can go back. Yes, and indeed. To. <laughs> uh, so everyone comes out. Daisy Ridley comes out with a new short hairdo. Everyone sings happy birthday to her because her birthday was like three days prior. Uh, Oscar uh-huh. Isaac comes out, and uh, his interactions with um, John Boyega and his the questioning is hilarious because. He was heavily implied that he wants a Finn and Poe relationship, and then the whole crowd went nuts. Yeah, Because everyone wants more gays in space. Hey, why do they have to be gay? Why can't they just love everybody? We want more gays in space. We want more bi's in space. We want more everyone in space. We want more, we just want more LGBTQ in space. I just want to see them, I just want to see them go, go down with everybody. Mm-hmm. Just, just, you know. Yes, please. We'll throw Chewbacca in there. Oh, no. We'll get some interspecies inter- inter- stuff. Oh, no. It'll be... <laughs> Thank God you're not directing. Um, <laughs> so, this is some weird like, weird fan fiction we're going into now. Stop, stop. I did have a discussion the other day about Wookiee penises and why we don't see them. Of course you did. What it would be like if you did. Um. Hey, you know, I mean, only questions of Star Wars fans. I would have. be scared to see it. Super scared. Um, <laughs> it, it would probably murder yeah, you. Yeah, right. So, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, we're watching, and then, uh, you know, a, a reel comes out from, you know, a behind-the-scenes kind of look of episode four, and then a whole kind of sizzle reel, like a three-minute-long sizzle reel comes out, and then at the very end, they flash images and, like, little bits of video from episode nine. So, this is the part that was not broadcast, I don't believe, on the live stream. It could have been. I'm not sure. I was there in person, so I didn't watch the live stream. Um, But you see a very, very iconic ship that is built to a scale in and on a soundstage. Hmm. And it is Leia's blockade runner. Interesting. So, I don't know if that plays a part. I don't know if it's actually Leia's blockade runner, but it's red, it's, you know, damaged. Or, or a blockade runner. It looks gorgeous. And the fact that it is built to scale, like, it is built yeah, I want, on a stage. I want to I wanna play around a giant blockade right? runner. And it was one of those where I'm like, oh my god, I thought that was like a behind-the-scenes picture of episode four or something. I'm like, oh, nope, that's a real, that's, that's this time. That's in awesome. the 2000s. Um, so all that happens, they question people, they're, you know, saying this, 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 and then it almost seemed like the panel ends. 
And then Stephen goes, oh, uh, JJ, do you have anything else by chance for, you know, the fans? And of course, that's when the trailer plays. Nice. Let me tell you what. When you see all the characters for the first time, the crowd went wild. When you see Lando and the Falcon, everyone screamed. When you see Carrie on screen, on screen, excuse me, everyone screamed. And then, okay, so let's just break down the trailer real fast, because we'll get to the end for, for that reveal. Um, what were your first thoughts on the trailer when you first saw it? Um, it's heavy. It's not as, it's not as adventuresome. I mean, it, it is, but there's just, there's a heaviness to mm-hmm. it. There's definitely a very emotional tone that they're trying to hit um, quite successfully uh, with a very iconic piece of music playing yes. throughout most of it. Um, I like I like the opening. I love I love Ray's new outfit. I think it's very it's a very obvious choice to put her in white. Mm-hmm. Um, that begs a lot of questions. I mean, we've seen Padme in white. We've seen Leia in white, and now we've seen Rey in white. Yeah. Um. The uh, the souped up uh, Tie Fighter. Oh, Kylo's Kylo's new uh, awesome. interceptor or whatever. Yeah. Tie interceptor, yeah, the tie interceptor. I want one. <laughs> it was. It looked like a sports car. I want car. one. I want it to go from room. <laughs> I want one. Um, that was good. It was a good opening. I, uh, I mean, I was chilled. I was definitely. Oh chilled. yeah, it was. I can't. I can't even imagine how it would have been in a giant crowd. The energy that you feel during this trailer playing is just overwhelming. Because I recorded it, and I was just like, oh my god. Like, we are watching the actual Episode Nine trailer. Yeah. Like, it's... We're watching it. Like, this is it. And we're seeing it before everyone else does. Um, It was unbelievable. So, we open... So, they, so they open on a shot of Ray. On a desert planet, we don't know if it's Jakku, we don't know if it's Tatooine, we don't know where it is. And she, uh, you know, unhooks her lightsaber, which she has rebuilt. And then, you know, you hear Kylo's interceptor, you know, somewhere in the distance, and they kind of do a a pull focus on it. Um, You know, and did you think, one of the title cards says, you know, every generation has a legend. Which is how the episode one trailer for the teaser trailer first started, too. So it was a nice little callback. Yeah. And, you know, you hear Luke's voiceover, which is obviously new dialogue yeah. recorded. It wasn't from episode eight. No, it's fantastic to hear Luke yeah. narrating. And you see Kylo's ship racing towards Rey. And all of a sudden, you know, you see her ignite the lightsaber and run kind of like a marathon runner does. Like when they're about to hand off the baton. Yeah. <laughs> And all of a sudden, we see her do this immense, like, slow-motion backflip. It's a forced backflip. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's the kind of stuff that you were watching Obi-Wan do in prequels. Yeah, and that's when the whole crowd went nuts. And, of course, it's also when 
we hear the iconic Leia theme play throughout the whole entire trailer. Oh, my heart dropped. Which I'm like, oh god, they're doing this? They're gonna... I know. Okay. Oh yeah, they, they know how to play yeah. this. So, that plays, you see a shot of Kylo Ren taking down someone with the cross blade, like not even his like actual long blade, but the cross part of it. And it's interesting because it looks like he's taking down a New Order soldier. Or, or, a resistance shoulder, it, soldier? No. It looks to me like he's taking down a First Order soldier. Oh. I mean, I have to maybe go watch it another time. Another See, time. I kind of thought it was a resistance soldier, but regardless, it's a person with a gun. Yeah, well, that, that was my first impression, that it was actually a First Order soldier, and I thought, well, that's interesting. It Right? It's like, oh, that's... So, because there's some speculation that, you know, there's some uh, traitors within the the First Order that go in uh, onto the Resistance side at, towards the end of the film, so mm-hmm. that could be something. Um, or it could be that Kylo swaps sides. True. We're going to have to talk about the meaning of the the title at the end of this as well for the film. Yeah. Uh, so then you see a shot of a ship going down to like a plateau of what looks like three cities. They're on some kind of mountainous range. You see uh, the new droid that's been introduced, which is D.O., which is BB's little friend. At least it wasn't B.O. I, oh, well, people thought at first he did say B.O., and then he goes, no, it's D.O., that's really funny. Um, and the concept was modeled after a rubber duck, and it's really, really cute. Uh, so you see that, and then you see the, you know, Falcon in, in light speed, or in hyperspace, excuse me. And then you see Lando in the pilot seat. Which is incredible. Which is incredible. It looks like the circular dish also is back on the Falcon. Um, well, you know, you gotta get your, uh, Galaxy Cable back. Exactly. So, you see that, and it is known in this film, JJ has confirmed that 3PO, Chewbacca, BB-8, Finn, Poe, and Rey all go on an adventure together. They're not gonna be separated in this film like they were in Last Jedi. So, they go on an adventure, so I'm guessing that's why Lando has the Falcon. Uh, because Rey said, hey... You can use the ship while I'm away. Peace. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, it kind of was yours to begin with, but, you know. Cool. Bye. So, uh, after that, we see a shot of someone, which we know it's Leia, but she's holding one of the New Hope medals. Yeah. And at first, That's... I did not know what that was until <sighs> I... Because you don't really see a close-up of the medals, necessarily, in the film of New Hope. You gotta, you know, look at the toys or the, you know, whatever it is. So I'm, I'm like, yeah. oh, like the day after, I'm like, that's what she's holding. That makes sense. So I'm guessing it's either Luke's or Han's. I'm gonna guess Han's. Oh no, it's totally one that was meant for Chewbacca, <laughs> and she's regretting not giving it and to she... him 30-something <laughs> years ago. 40 years ago. I'm gonna ago. laugh at the scene. She's like, hey, by the way, this is for the Death Star a while back. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> it's we totally meant to do this before. So sorry. Uh, so it's I'm going to bet it's Han's medal. And we are either going to... S- I don't know. 
maybe. I, it's got to be I Hans. Mean, it could just as it could just as easily be Luke's because we got so we got the we got the Han nod with Luke giving her the dice. Yeah, but then remember the dice weren't really there. I know, but still the meaning was there. See, I I think it. I don't know. It could be. I think it could plausibly be either. I'm gonna bet it's Hans though. That's just me. So she holds. She's no, holding a medal of some kind. And then we see her hugging Ray. Now, here's very similar to the last time they had a big emotional. Hug. It's. I mean, I. It's okay. So she. When I'm watching the footage back from episode seven, because you know I did. <laughs> you checked the results. I did. She had. She her hands are at different spots. And she has different jewelry on. Some of the cuffs she has on are from episode 8. The ring still is from episode 7, but some... The hands are a little different positioning. So I'm wondering... I wonder if they're... If they... I wonder if the ring is her wedding ring. Oh, I've... Even if it's not, that's my headcanon of saying that's her wedding ring. I don't care. Uh, But I'm wondering if they either manipulated a shot to have her hugging Rey, or if they actually filmed something with Rey hugging her. And if that was a backup, or something like that, but that theory can work and it can't work because Ray's obviously in her new costume and she's very much wearing that. Yeah, it's interesting, but I mean, I, they could overlay the costume. Well, I, I mean, there's there's trickery. If you notice too, Leia's wearing what looks like her Resistance outfit from Episode Seven, but different colors. Yeah, she's wearing like a darker purple and like a darker kind of gray. Uh, purple color on top of that. So I'm wondering if they do digitally go in and they paint in a different color for her costume and make things look different and whatnot. Yeah, it could just be a little bit of Photoshop um, trickery. And we see Ray crying, though, as she hugs Leia. So it's like, is this her saying goodbye to Leia? Is this Leia saying goodbye to her? Is it a reaction about Luke? Or Han or something. Yeah, something. So she's something is making Rey cry. I'm guessing it's her going off on this adventure to find, you know, something. And that she may not return. Yeah. Uh, we then see, you know, the First Order chasing uh, Finn, Poe, and C-3PO on some kind of skiff-looking thing. Uh, they're shooting at them. I like how 3PO is holding onto the pole for dear life. I really hope they go back to Tatooine. It will be fun. There's a theory going around that there's Ray has a vision. And she goes back to like the Lars homestead. Oh, cool! Uh, and seeing the the crispy remains, maybe I don't know. Probably not. Oh, but they'll still be there. They'll still <laughs> not be there. Well, there's I don't know. They could you know maybe erode away with the sand. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that Luke eventually went back and buried the poor people. You would hope so. <laughs> he just walks by. Oh no, they're still out there. Crap. Let me dig a hole. Uh, so... Uh, it is not fun to dig a hole in the sand, nope. let me tell you. Um, so throughout this trailer, you know, we see them together, and then the final shot is them looking at some kind of wreckage in what looks like an ocean. Some kind of wreckage. Well, I'm saying that because it is clearly the part of a radar dish from the... Or not radar dish, the laser dish... From either the first Death Star or the second Death Star, we don't know which one yet. Yeah, no, it's clearly a Death Star. Um, that being said, people are saying, oh, well, that can't be the second Death Star because 
you know, it doesn't look like Endor. To be fair, Endor was the moon. It was the forest moon of Endor. Yeah. So don't forget, there's also a so that could big old be the, planet. A main planet. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, when something explodes, it goes a long ways away in space. So it could crash on a distant planet somewhere we don't know. Um, but also people are surmising that it could be Yavin 4 someplace. Yeah. Which is uh, also uh, Poe's home planet, so... There's um, there's some, it's it's legends now, but there's some EU stuff about how the destruction of a lot of those ships uh, decimated planets. Oh yeah. Just because it, it I mean it was like being hit by a massive yeah. meteor. It, yeah. When they blow up, it's not like you know oh they're just gonna stay there. No, things go down with gravity still. So, you know, we see this wreckage of. You know, people didn't really know at first because they're like, oh, what is this? Rewatching, people are like, oh my god, that's a Death Star. It's the Death, it's Star. The Death Star. So. It's a Death Star. <laughs> yes, that is true. It is a Death Star. It could be a prototype. We don't know. And then the screen goes to black. Luke says, you know, no one has ever really gone. And then we get the biggest, I think, plot twist in Star Wars history. Oh my god, I lost my mind. Which is the calculing of one Sheev Palpatine. So Sheev is back. Good old Sheev! We miss Sheev, haven't we? <laughs> we missed you so much. Uh, Sheev is back. JJ has confirmed this, that that is indeed the Emperor. Um, We hear him cackle, and that is uh, solidified by one Ian McDermott coming out after that trailer and he does his Emperor's voice and says, roll it again. Oh my god. Oh the my crowd god. went ape shit when that happened. Not only did they freak out when they heard the laugh, but when he came on stage, like, oh my god, this is it. That is the laugh that we just heard. So, the Emperor is back in some way. We don't know. In the EU, he had clones of himself. Yeah. He, oh god, I love He had younger clones. So I'm wondering if, like, yeah. Matt Smith is playing a younger clone of Palpatine. Okay, so Matt Smith would be perfect as young clone Palpatine, who was, like, bizarrely kind of hot. <laughs> right? He had, like, he had the slick back hair and everything, yeah. The slick back ginger hair and stuff, I was like, I am about this. Yep. It, uh... It, it was, like... Freaking out massive, you know, oh my god, Palpatine's, you know, back, he's alive. People are also some... Oh, was Matt Smith there? No, he was not there. A lot of the new cast actually wasn't there. He wasn't there. Uh, Carrie Russell was not there. Um, I'm gonna guess that they may make an appearance at the San Diego Comic-Con in July. Yeah, that's a good idea. So, that's my take on that, but I'm not sure, but that's what I would surmise is that that's probably gonna happen. Um, so all these theories are floating around the, you know, World Wide Web that Palpatine, you know, it's a clone of Palpatine or that it's his, you know, Sith essence that, you know, kept, was stayed there or something like that, because we know that that does happen sometimes. And the holocrones, the Sith holocrones are, are canon. Yes, they are. Uh, so that could, you know, be something we don't know, uh, you know, so many things can happen with yeah. this and so many things that people are going to guess and so many things people are going to guess wrong. Oh, that's speculation. Like oh yeah. Like, you know, people, and this kind of 
makes me think this too that you know uh snoke was a clone of palpatine that went rogue and palpatine tried to stop him disfiguring him and he took on the name snoke and formed the first order in spite of palpatine which Hmm. would be an interesting theory um, so after that cackle, after that reveal, we get the title reveal, which is the rise of Skywalker. And see, we all knew it was going to be an R. What? We all knew that part. What do we think of the title? I love the title personally. I love that it ties it all together and it, it cements that this is the Skywalker story mm-hmm. and there's no arguing with no. that <laughs> do you so that being said people are now you know speculating that it this title may refer to uh kylo maybe he's redeemed as ben solo and he's the rise he, he, since he's you know part skywalker yeah. he he takes on the skywalker name people are also saying that you know ray is indeed a skywalker and she t- and she finds out or the third which is sounds a little bit cooler is that you know jedi are legends in this time. And the mm-hmm. Skywalker name is a legend as we found out from episode 8. And 7. Because I thought he was a myth. Yep. So I'm wondering if she takes the name Skywalker as a symbol. That'd be interesting. And, you know, she says that, you know, quote-unquote, anyone can be a Skywalker. You know, but... Well, in but that I'm case, the best at it. I'll be changing right? my name. Chris Skywalker. Um, so after that happened, they played the trailer again, and of course everyone, you know, went ape shit again. Yeah. Um. So that, that closing line about nobody ever really being mm-hmm. gone is really interesting. I mean, one, because it, because it precedes the cackle. So it's obviously hinting at mm-hmm. that. But also, I mean, it refer, I mean, it can refer to... So many things that we can speculate. It can refer about. to it Luke. Refer you know, to, it can refer to Han. It could refer to Luke. It could refer to Han. It could for, refer well, and it could be a nod that Leia's gone, but nobody's ever really gone. Right, and that's originally, you know, obviously we see episode eight, and he says that to her. It obviously had a much more poignancy and much more, you know, potency when he says that to her because she actually is gone. But, yeah. you know, had she not been gone, I think that would still have, you know, a very powerful impact. But now it has a whole different context. Yeah. So I think, you know, I mean, it. I think it was meant to mean a lot of things. I agree. It can be, you know, depending on who it's said to and who it's said by, it can mean a very, you know, different thing. Mm-hmm. So. Well, even just as said by yeah. Luke. In that, in that, in that over narration. In that particular moment, depending on how you look at it, he could be referring to mm-hmm. anybody, any of those of those three, or himself. Lots of speculation. No, um, we're gonna have to do we're gonna have to do a video or a video, jeez, um, an episode that's like just theories. Once everybody's had some time to process this and go like a three-hour-long episode, mental. Yeah. Uh, so that happened. I freaked out about it. Uh, I cannot wait for it. I I love the title. It's an interesting title to have, seeing how it's the last one in the Skywalker saga. 
Like, you would think, like, that would... We've never had a name in a title. Well, would you consider the Sith? No, I guess Sith aren't. Yeah. It's not a name. It's not somebody's name. It's not referring to, like, a specific... Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Phantom no, Menace, like, this Tag is a Clones, proper name. Empire Strikes Back. We're trying to... Yeah, actually, yes, that's very true. Um, and also... Because the Jedi and the Sith are a group of that's people. True. They're not a... They're not a person or a family. Uh, and at one point, you know, people did think that for the longest time, for about a week and a half, two weeks before this trailer dropped, that the trailer, or that the name of the movie will be called, you know, Episode 9, The Will of the Force. Oh, to throw back to the original mm-hmm. titles and, Which would, and what they talked about in uh, Rogue One. Would have been a cool title. Yeah, but I like I like keeping the R in the third. Yeah. Of all of these. Oh, it does, um, doesn't trios. it? Did you not realize no, that? No, I'm an idiot. <laughs> oh, I knew for... No, I was I was banking on that from the very beginning, that it was going to be an R word. Revenge of the Sith, Return of the Jedi. Oh, wow. Yeah. Look what we're learning today. The alphabet. Look at that. <laughs> um. So, the episode 9 trailer, like we said, it's been played, you know, a gazillion times online. Go watch it for yourself, guys. Let us know... Uh, what you thought of it and what your theories are because now there's a whole bunch of new theories out there and a bunch of theories that got squashed so yeah uh now moving on to it although everybody who was banking on palpatine is is you know opening the champagne yeah that is true they're 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 uh they're partying right now (laughs) uh so moving on to another trailer that got me all emotional and teary-eyed is the clone wars trailer Oh my god, how good was right? that? Uh, the music, the, 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 the black and white. Ugh. Oh yeah, the very beginning, that was fantastic. It, it was so tonal. And it, I mean, it felt like a movie preview. Um, it felt like a really heavy movie preview. So, we found out through the panel that it is going to be 12 episodes this season. Um, they are calling it the final season. But... <sighs> you don't think so? I... Don't want it to be because if they see, you know, the fan reaction to this trailer and to this new season, maybe they can do more, like in between episodes or something like that. I doubt they will, but I would love to see that. Yeah, I mean, it would be nice, but I, I think it would be, I think it would I be know because this is definitely this is definitely wrapping up for Revenge of the Sith. It, yes, I I agree, and we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, so this trailer opens up with the season five finale of Ahsoka leaving the Order. In black and white until the very last shot and it becomes colorized again. Very Wizard of Oz of them. Uh, and then she, you know, we find out, you know, we see these scenes that were previous just like animatics. So they were, you know, very rough stages in the animation when, you know, the series got canceled. So Dave presented these to, you know, a bunch of people at a few cons ago, a few years ago saying, you know, these are were the rough ones. We're never going to see these again. And he, at the time, thought that as well. So yeah. we finally see some of these, you know, brought to life, which is fantastic. And uh, so it's twelve episodes. I'm going to assume it's going to have at least two to three arcs. That makes sense. Uh, I can see, you know, a six-part... Because they've done, like, five-episode arcs before, so I can see a six-part arc for one of it, and then a six-part... Six-part, excuse me, arc for the second half. 
The second mm-hmm. half clearly being the Siege of Mandalore and Ahsoka's return. That's no question there. Um, the animation style is back as the classic Clone Wars animation, but some characters get a good revamp look. Like yeah, no, they've got some. They've got some interesting. Armor Anakin changes looks and... like Hayden Christensen in this. Anakin's hair is longer. Mm-hmm. He, he looks a little. You know, he looks a bit more ragged. Both Obi Wan <laughs> and Mace Windu have lost their armor gauntlet, so they are in full Jedi robes in this season. Uh. You know, they tweaked the animation style a little bit to give them a little more color, it seemed, but I'm okay with that. Um, so, we see that Ahsoka is living on level 1313, which they have confirmed. And for those who think that number sounds familiar, 1313 was a game in development before the Disney merger, and it got cancelled. And everyone was really excited about it because you could play as a bounty hunter, as you like basically young Boba Fett. And, you know, it got canceled. So to have that level in there, you know, 1313, they had 1312 and 1311 in season five in the finale. So, like, where's 13? So, you know, he put that in there for a nod to the fans, which is fantastic. Everyone cheered for that. Uh, You know, you see, obviously, Ahsoka's living down there now. She's not living up top in the luxury life of Coruscant. It'll be nice to... To see the bells, of course. I agree. We saw, like, a teaser of it in episode two. And then, you know, obviously we see a little more throughout the Clone Wars. want to buy some death sticks? There was a guy dressed up like him, by the way. (laughs) And he gave out glow sticks. I was about to say he should be handing out glow sticks. It was great. I I took, like, three of them. I'm like, yes, please. (laughs) I need the death sticks. (laughs) Um, So, we surmise from this trailer that... There's at least, like I said, two to three arcs, um, but it's going to probably be more around two, I'm guessing. Uh, the first one being about a new clone batch, which is the 99, which is called the Bad Batch. Oh, so this is These are like the I'm badass kind of so like... i for this storyline. Like, I don't even know how you would... How would you classify them in like American terms? Like in like our army? Like the Navy SEALs? Yeah, like commandos kind of. Commando, Yeah. Green Berets? I don't know. They're, they're just... They're like the addicts. elite of the elite. They kind of surpass the ARC troopers, it seems. Um, so the SEALs. Like the SEALs. So Dave said that, you know, they have certain traits that the Kaminoans enhanced for battle. Like super soldiers, basically. Kind of like Captain America, basically. And so... Yeah. Can you imagine? Right. With that being said, there's, I think, I counted, I think there's like four there's like four or six of them it's one of the two i couldn't get a good number on them but you know they're called the bad batch and they're called unit 99 after you know the clone 99 in season three who died yeah Uh, because he was a part of the bad batch too but he was the janitor um basically uh (laughs) he, he was he was the clone janitor and these guys look bad ass like frightening badass. Yeah, it's good. Um, they take on the droids. They're you know Rex is. There's a clip that they showed. Rex was like, you know, all right, come on, fall back. We're gonna take the droid. The droids are gonna come to us. They go, no, we go to the droids, and then they just like start shooting them <laughs> and like throwing the droid poppers and shooting them midair and zapping them that way, which is really cool. Um, so there's a bunch of shots of them. 
there's one doing a trick shot down like a separatist hallway that like shoots down the hall and like sh- kills like 15 droids uh you know they look like really cool clones it's like where were they at during revenge of the sith hmm. slaughtering jedi oh that's sad and we went to a dark place well, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna take out the elite of we, the uh, we went galaxy, you're gonna you're gonna need some elite people hello to do darkness, it. Darkness, my old friend. <laughs> um, so we see that, and then we also see Ahsoka. So this is this season is gonna be a pretty much Ahsoka's story wrapped up. Oh yeah, no, this is this is Ahsoka. um a lot of it is gonna be taken from it looks like the Ahsoka novel. So. Which I have not if read If you yet. read that, I mean, already some things look different because in the novel it says she ignites uh, her green lightsabers to duel someone. But in this trailer, uh, Anakin gives her, he builds her sabers again, but he puts yeah, he blue. puts two blue crystals on them as a nod to him. Which I think he, was really cute. Because he's a narcissistic Also bastard. that too. But, you know, he <laughs> says, they're, no, they're good as new and she ignites them and she kind of gives them a look like Oh, and he's like, you know, maybe even a little better. There's the ego. <laughs> ego. Uh, That's not going to bite him in no. the ass. No. No. So he, you know, rebuilds her lightsabers for her or gives them back to her with new crystals, one of the two. Uh, Ahsoka gets a few different outfits, a few different looks in this. Uh, we see Bo-Katan briefly. Uh, the Siege of Mandalore in full. Uh... You know, it's, like we said, it's 12 episodes, so we don't really know how long each episode is. I'm going to guess 30 minutes, like the original run was. If they're mm-hmm. an hour long, I would love that too, but they're not going to be. Maybe the season finale? I don't know. So, you see her fighting on Mandalore. You see Anakin presenting her with her own troop uh, battalion, which is which was really the 332nd cool. battalion led by Rex as well and they all have her markings on their helmet they they personalize their helmets and it's so adorable and even though she's not a commander anymore they still treat her as one they still call well they call, and her, they call commander. her commander and it's that scene right there but that's the one that made me really really teary eyed right because and, you know, I talked about how Dave showed off, you know, scenes that weren't finished way back when. Mm-hmm. And he was, he, that one wasn't even finished. He was describing it and actually was on stage. And she just started bawling because she oh. never heard it before. And so, you know, jump, you know, three, four years later and we see it in full. So not only does it show that you know, the clones trust her, but Anakin trusts her to lead this attack on Mandalore yeah. by herself, even though she's no longer a Jedi, even though she hasn't had any training in a while, he still trusts her to get the job done. And that's huge. Uh, oh, they're just setting it up for so much hard Yes, yeah, so during this arc, we do know that Order 66 happens. And because Anakin does not go with her to Mandalore because he and Obi-Wan have been called back to Coruscant. Because Coruscant is currently under siege. So. Speaking of Obi-Wan. I don't know if we're going to see that or not. I would love to see a little bit of the Battle of Coruscant in the Clone Wars style because that would be fantastic. Uh, it would be It would be very interesting to see 
like we know how we got the vignettes of Order mm-hmm. sixty six um, within the actual movie. Oh, I would want to see that like, in the Clone Wars. I want to see. I want to see like more in depth in a Clone War in a, in a Clone Wars. Room. I would love that to see that as well. Like seeing so Kiati cool. get gunned down, seeing Ayla, Plo Koon. Yeah. Oh, they should do that. If they haven't, I'm gonna be really pissed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but so we see Ahsoka, you know, leading this charge against Mandalore, and lo and behold, guess who is there? Oh Our my god. The voice favorite night like, brother. Ah! <laughs> yes. Uh so Darth Maul is back <laughs> on Mandalore. He is is, you know, trying to capture it and rule with an iron fist. And he, you know... Still bitching about it. Oh, I love that. He goes, no, I was expecting Kenobi. And then he gets super pissed. Like, why the fuck are you here? (laughs) I, oh man, I am so incredibly hyped for this battle. Because not only that, but Darth Maul has a double-bladed lightsaber again. Yeah. So, this will be... Oh, it's gonna be so cool. I mean, we saw a great battle on Mandalore with Sidious... Savage, Opress, and Maul. That was a fantastic duel in that chamber. I think this one hopefully will top it because mm-hmm. what Dave said during the panel is that he wanted this to feel like a real Star Wars lightsaber battle instead of just being animated. So, yeah. what he had... We're going to get Duel the Fates in animated well, form. Well, funny you say that because he had Ray Park come in, put on a motion capture suit, and fight as Maul. <gasps> so when you see yes. Maul fight in those scenes, it is Ray Park. It is the original Darth Maul. Like, how cool is that? I just cannot wait for this, because, like I said, Ray Park is going to be Darth Maul again in body form, because no one ever uses Ray Park's voice, poor guy. Um. Yeah, poor guy. <laughs> but, but nobody can move That's like Ray also Park, true. so there you go. And, you know, seeing Ahsoka's story, not wrap up necessarily, but continue on into what we now will know her in Rebels. Um, yeah. I'm hoping to see at least, like, a ten-minute post credit scene kind of thing where she, you know, meets Bale after all this happens and, you know, takes on the the name Fulcrum like she does in the book. Yeah. And well, I wanna see the I wanna see the betrayal when it when she finds out. I do. I kinda wanna see like what they did for Theoda. I kinda wanna see if she can sense it. Yeah. Um so it's it's a lot, so we do know that... It's going to be such a heavy season. So, uh, Disney+, Plus, that's what the streaming service is going to be on, along with The Mandalorian and all the other Star Wars uh, shows. And and the original Clone Wars will Correct, be yes. And along with the movies and all that Plus. stuff. Uh, so yep. that's going to be on there. Uh, that launches November 12th. The streaming service does. And it's going to be... And I believe, I believe Clone Wars got taken off of Netflix it, I believe so this as well. Month. So that's a long time. It is. To not be able to catch um, up. So. <laughs> if you wanted to rewatch. The, uh, they said that, and I mean, this I'll talk about this as well in the uh, next episode, but they did say The Mandalorian is going to be available the day the app launches. Oh, wow. That's a, that's nice. So, right. yeah, November 12th. I don't know the same thing's going to be happening with the Clone Wars or not, and I don't know, like right now, if anyone has the DC uh, streaming service app, which I do. They release episodes weekly. They don't do a full binge-watching thing like Netflix does. So I'm wondering if All they're right. going to adopt well, like Hulu. that. Or like Hulu, yes. Who? Uh, I don't yeah. know if they're going to adopt that version or if they're going to do a full, you know, here's all the episodes, enjoy. I'm really hoping they do it weekly because 
I will watch everything, I like weekly. and I will hate myself for it. Oh, I like I like being able to process. I do too. An episode and not having to like um, going back to Hulu with like the right. Like scale, for example, I just finished the uh, second season of Sabrina, and that was a heavy hitting oh, yeah. season. And that was that was a uh, yeah. yeah. And I mean, that was a lot of shit happened that season. I'm like, oh my god! But it's episode after episode after episode, and kind of wears on your psyche depending on what you're watching. Yeah, can you imagine watching Game of Thrones if it dropped all at um, once? I like no. I no, no, may no. or may not have done that for one through uh, six. When see, well, and that explains why you're a broken it does. person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I didn't watch it before then, and I'm like, oh no! And so I watched literally one through six uh, for about a month. I had a and it um, hurt. a fellow person that I used to teach with, and he, he and his brother had gotten their mom into it, and she had binge watched like six seasons. Oh dear! All at once, and I was like, "Why do you hate your mother? Why? Why would you do that to her?" It yeah. So, needless to say, celebration. If you guys ever get a chance to go, it's very very fun. Uh, I went with a bunch of friends. Oh, is it? Is it just again? a little bit? So, funny thing is, I hadn't gone. <laughs> I went once, and that was in 2007. Yeah, that was when you met Carrie, Yes, right? that, was in, that was Celebration 4 in L.A. Did you go to that one? I was out, I was out of the country. Oh. <laughs> yeah. We all kind of figured in the, in the group, we're like, oh, well, Chris probably went to that one. She lived in L.A. No, no, no. I've, ta- I've talked to them about that before. Like, every other time that I've had an opportunity that it was near me... I was at like out of the country because I, I I mean especially in my early twenties I traveled a right. lot in my teens and twenties I was because my my dad's not from the U S so and then my studies were all out of the country getting so yeah getting that world education out. oh yeah uh, but yeah so celebration is beyond fun guys I like I said I went uh, we went like a little bit Thursday just to check out the show floor but Friday Saturday Sunday. Uh, dressed up for Friday and Saturday, had a had a me day Sunday because I just couldn't take it for three days straight. <laughs> it, it, it's well, it's a lot. lot of makeup too for me because I was my Twilight and it was you know it was hard, but it was yeah. I loved it so much. I got so many good compliments on it. By the way, That's like fantastic. everyone was like, "Oh my god, we only see like slaves and like big tittied Twilights half the time." <laughs> big titty Twilights. That sounds like a magazine. We, that's their porno. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a hollow yeah. program um, you can subscribe to. And I to. had at least two people come up to me and they go, do you say Twi'lek or Twi'lek? I go, I say Twi'lek like a normal person. Like a goddamn normal person. Damn it. And they're like. Yeah, I know. I refuse. No, I yeah, refuse. I don't say Twi'lek. I say, oh, someone goes, several people going like, oh, I love your Twi'lek. And I'm like, thank you. Cringe. Basically. I twitch. I twitch. Uh. But I got lots of compliments on it. I loved it. I love wearing it. I'm going to do a photo shoot with it soon. So there'll be lots of pictures online of me and purple tentacles. And you're, you're like who about I, um... Twilight Pam. Uh, Twilight Pam, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah, she's fantastic. Yeah, she's kind of like the queen of Twilight. So if you never need anything Leku-wise or Twilight-wise, go, go visit her shop on Etsy. Uh, because she's fantastic. Um, she actually made my Mara Jade blasters back in the day. She was like and she, the go-to. She still makes them too. Prop person. Yeah. Uh, but no, I saw so many people there. I saw Jedi Amanda there. 
bumped into her, got a picture with her. Jealous. Uh, I... I just, like, gushed over her outfit. She was in the Vote of No Confidence outfit. Uh, which, you know, if you guys have been paying attention, our Padme series also has gone on a slight hiatus just because of Celebration and stuff like that. But we will be back soon with more outfits and more reviews for those, so stay tuned. Yes. Um, but, and like we said, this is part one of a part two uh, special episode, I guess. So it is, you know, obviously a little longer than usual, clearly, as we can tell by time right now. But yeah. it's a lot to go through. Cel- Celebration no, is a Star Wars party. With lightsabers and people doing cocaine off of lightsabers. I don't know. Okay. I don't know if that's a thing or not, but maybe it is. That's probably a thing. <laughs> it's like, mm, probably. That's it's probably a thing. You know, that says something. What does it say? Hmm. I don't know if anything good, but um, I've I've seen people drink alcohol out of out of helmets. So. Oh no, did they really? Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh San Diego Comic Con gets oh, wild. Dear. <laughs> um, so that about wraps it up for this uh, episode. We talked about episode nine. We talked about the Clone Wars. Tweet us at Echo Station Cast. Let us know if you were one at Star Wars Celebration. Two what you thought of those two uh, trailers, because we want to know what your guys' feedback is. We know a lot of people have feedback. We want to know what it is. Uh, Chris, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at ChrisJaded and on Twitter at the Dirt Witch. And you can find me on Instagram at House of Turner Cosplay. It's H-A-U-S. Uh, I post a lot of pictures and videos from Celebration on there, so take a look. And on Twitter at I.R. Turner. Don't forget, you can find uh, us at Echo Station Cast. That is our channel. Uh, we're also available on Facebook and Instagram at Heroes Podcasts or HeroesPodcast.com. Uh, you can find our show on you know Apple Podcasts, Google Play. We have so many places you can find us. Just Google us. It's not no, just it Google us. And then, like we said, in part two, we're going to be discussing The Mandalorian, a little bit of Galaxy's Edge, and the new Star Wars video game coming out this November. So, so the holidays saying. are going to be good for us this year. Not oh, for yeah. our wallets, but for it's our be, minds. It's gonna be yeah, it year. is. So, until Just next time. Take all my money. Right? Yeah, we're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to have to set aside some money for for all these things. For Disney? Basically, <laughs> Disney has all my money. They took all my money this weekend. Yeah. Uh, but like <laughs> I said, until next time, guys, may the force be with you. May the force be with you.